So Jesse, you did teach me how to make coffee way too recently. Yeah, but I'm also bad at it. Like I, um, and you're also significantly younger than Andy as well. I quite like that. It's like, not significant. Did you also teach him? No, we're all in the same zone now. I think I think once you get over 35 until 70, you're just in this. Yeah. But you at the time, I mean? at the it's time, you were, I mean, you were yeah, under 30 yeah. when that happened. You're in your 20s. That's spoken like an old person. You're like, yeah. we don't feel 10 years anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, even like when you, f- Did you f- fill out surveys, you notice your demographic is this like 30 year range now. Right. You, you know mine, how is the, mine is the we don't care about your money anymore range. Right. Like, you know how like uh, it's like you're getting like a Best Buy survey or something and it's like uh, 19 to 21, 21 to 25. And then it's it's just like 35 to 80. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I guess. Yeah, we're all the same. We're all the same. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, Jesse, how was it when you taught Andy how to shave? I shaved his back before a date once. And then how to bike. How to ride no, I shaved, I shaved Andy's back before a date once. Before a date? Yeah. Was yeah. it a swimming, a swimming date? Why was no, I no, no, no. You had back? a date and you, 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 I was sitting out back and you came back so I could shave your upper back and it was the most intimate we've ever been. Wait, uh, was it more like, it. was it more like, was it more like just like connecting the hair? Was it basically a haircut we're talking about? Kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just an upper like back. cleaning you know, up you, the neckline. That's not yeah, like shaving ne- your back. That's different. Okay, fine. Fine. Um, my point, my... <laughs> not that my, I'm against either. But no, my, my point being, and then we'll start the podcast. Uh, my, I my think point, we've started. This is it. This I, is I know. It. Yeah. But my point being, I uh, am not good at making coffee, despite teaching Andy. I've, I have never learned uh, the right ratio. I eyeball it every day. So I basically make like... A large pot of espresso all the time it's horrible right and that was the thing i thought was important was actually and you were just like no nah, you just dump stuff in this and dump yeah there. yeah it's just like, till it looks right and it's <laughs> it's um horrible it's horrible so but that's what i do too it's just i buy you should you I should relearn bulk yeah. shitty coffee and yeah by duncan by the by the like you know gallon of do grounds. you personally like it though are you happy with the coffee you've made it's fine, it's, but it's like even when I buy the good shit, like there's a great grinder, roaster, roaster more than grinder, I guess I grind it, but uh, a roaster here in Joshua Tree, and whenever I get like a cup there, it's great, and when I buy the beans and grind it and make it, it's good, but like when they brew it, it's just bad. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? It's just fucking hot water over the shit that they're giving me. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. just hot water, though? They probably have it to the degree. Coffee could people be, yeah, yeah. are like that, yeah. Yeah, and they use like filter. They're very intense about the water, right? And you know, I do the same thing every day, where it's like pot of coffee, and then eventually it goes in the fridge, and then that's my cold brew for the night. Is that and all cold brew is? It's just cold coffee. I've never no. Done that it's either. no. Like, it's iced coffee. Technically, it's iced coffee. Cold brew is supposed to be a different thing because it's brewed cold. Cold brew is literally brewed. Yeah, you you literally leave the water and the beans soaking for or the yeah it takes like a week overnight. i hate it it's, I hate it's it. like a day i think isn't it but and yeah. then it, and you end up with very strong coffee so yeah is it but you couldn't you couldn't achieve the same end result via traditional brewing methods and then maybe just letting it sit or something it's it's not going to ever get to that same place because of the amount of time it's it's in contact, I guess. We'll, I mean, we'll get emails we'll have, about what, it, but well, I think on, you can. If you're can, letting it sit, then I it's no longer can, actually you know. in contact with the coffee, right? Well, right, but if it's just like a concentration thing, what if you let it sit and then let's say you also like boiled it off to make a coffee reduction or something? <laughs> like, I don't think do it, it is just a cof- concentration thing. It's, it's about how much Exposure of the... Time. 
the caffeine and the other and the oils and the other flavor molecules or something. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna posit like very scientifically that it's it's about vibes. It's about it vibes. is it's definitely <laughs> yeah. about vibes. It is about vibes. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of vibes, bring, oh, no, no. In, bring in good vibes to the podcast. Well, well roll credits. How about we yes. roll, roll up any credits? <laughs> <laughs> Probably science. Hello and welcome to Probably Science. I'm Andy Wood. I'm Jesse Case. I'm Matt Kirshen. We had a little pre-roll there because we got stuck into some coffee chats with our guest. Uh, someone I... Did we first meet in, in Edinburgh or in Canada? I can't remember exactly, but someone I've known for a, a decent amount of time and extremely funny comic who has a brand new album out right now on 800 Pound Gorilla, the, which is a great record uh, label. Uh, it's called Chawini in a Tank Top, and that was the voice of Deanne Smith. Hey, Deanne. Hi. Hello, everybody. Um, hey. Matt, I, I must have been, I feel like it was the UK or Australia. Do you frequent Australia? I have done, but not that often. I don't think we met there. I, okay. I feel like we, I feel like it was at the Edinburgh F- Festival, maybe. That's or, very I don't know. possible. But I, I don't feel know. Like it's lost in the mist of time. At least for the last seven years, every like annually, you'll shoot me a text. We'll try to make this happen, and we haven't been able to. So were I'm you, so glad that it's happening. I'm so you, happy. Were yeah, you at the 2019 uh, Perth Festival by any chance? Perth Fringe, whatever. That's I mean, called? it is. Oh, 2019. Fuck, I'm not sure. I was going to say it's well within the realm of possibility, but I can't remember now. But I have been to Perth a bunch. We were doing this show live there contemporaneous with, uh, if that's the right word, at the same time that that festival was going on. Not part of the festival, but... Uh, ah. Did you love well, I think we. I, I think great. we kind of snuck into the festival. I think we... Yeah, that's right. We sort of did. Yeah. We backdoored our way into the festival. But um, yeah, it's... Yeah, Perth is... I'd never been to Perth before because it is a mission. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so far away. And thanks to the extreme kindness of one of our listeners and and Air Miles, Indeed. we managed to get across the country because it <gasps> really? is really that's so. Cool. Yeah, we were doing other shows in uh, on the more accessible cities of Australia, and we were like, we can't justify doing the five-hour flight across the country to. It really like it's the mo- isn't it Perth the most remote major city in the world it's, it's something like that like it's, it's the city that is those two variables i think but yeah yeah something like that it's this you know the city that is furthest away from any other city yeah but it was really cool like someone described it as uh australia's denver which i think is pretty accurate isn't that would you agree with oh that? that's so interesting yeah i haven't really thought about that i have not spent a ton of time in denver yet just yeah. um at the airport and then i and then i scooted to fort collins but um I could see that. It's sort of, see they just mean that, that the, the sushi is dangerous. That's what they sure, mean. Sure, stay away. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, if, if Melbourne is San Francisco, which I think I, I sort of agree with, and um, Sydney I think Melbourne is, is San Francisco. Sydney is kind of is San Diego, I think. Sydney is San Di- not L.A. and New York of, of the country? Like, don't they no, have to have I an mean, L.A. or New York as a country or not? I mean, okay, it's, it's let it, LA. Let it be Sydney. Let it be its own thing. San Diego. Right? You know. Oh, that's so interesting. I've always done it Canadian, so I'm like Sydney is Toronto, Melbourne is Montreal. Oh, mm. oh wait, I thought Melbourne would have been, but then what's Vancouver in Australia? Maybe. Oh, that's Perth. a really good. That's a really good point. But Melbourne is Vancouver and Montreal, just the okay. coolest cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sydney's the the business city. Are you, uh, Deanne? Are you are you Canadian? 
Uh, yeah, you know what? I can finally say yes to that. For for very many years, I was just a Canadian resident and uh, an American oh. citizen. I was born in the United States of America. Um, I didn't know that. I yes, always, you would I have thought I was Canadian. Uh, I had you down as pure Canadian. Oh, I love it. Yes, that's my heart. That's my spirit. But finally, uh, finally, no, I'm a for I can real, tell. for real I can tell. citizen. You can tell by how I'm well, always demanding the best. Um, I feel like someone made that joke in Edinburgh ages ago about how Americans show up anywhere and they're like, but what's the best? What's the best drink you have? What's the best thing on the menu? And that really stuck with me. I think that's such a great way to describe Americans. Yeah, I'm, I'm the reverse of I think I'm the reverse of that. I was born in Kingston, Ontario, um, and then I was a dual citizen forever. And um, you know, I think I don't even. It, it, I should probably like know what country I'm a citizen of. Is probably I should look into that. Where's your uh, passport? Are you rocking too? I'm rocking too, but like I can vote here. I, I mean, I vote in the states. I pay taxes here, and so, but I also have a social insurance number. I know that Canada, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> I like this. I, I like this. I don't know. That's how I generally feel about, like, residency and taxes. I'm just like, it's too complicated. Somebody yeah, no, I'm, me. I'm yeah. always down if someone just tells me what to do. Uh, I don't understand why that is all so, it's, I don't know, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm very pro. Uh, like I'm. I'm into taxes if it's being used for good purposes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm into it. Um, I think it's absurdly difficult, which is stupid because that's like the one part the government wants. You, so they're oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I've I've bitched about this before as well, but I think it's the, it's the cruelest thing that people in our line of work who are generally the least able to do paperwork and admin have the most no no i mean oh my god yes thank you like a professional um a professional accountant an account like they're an amateur but like someone who is an accountant (laughs) for a living has incredibly easy tax returns because they normally work for a company and they just go like this is how much i earned these are my couple of deductions done Whereas but, we're like, all right, how many states did we work in? All right, I also yeah. did a gig in France. How does that work now with a French tax system I, I and kind reciprocal of, arrangements? I kind oh of view God. it like a, what, like a, a huge pet peeve of mine is when you go out to eat and then it takes forever to get the bill um, because it's... Oh, yeah. That's, that's my least favorite thing in a restaurant experience is a slow check drop because it's like, okay... Everything up until then has been a massive bummer for the restaurant, right? This is the payout. This is the part you want to get to if you're that restaurant. This is where you get the reward for putting up with me. And yeah. you've then- had to go, the restaurants had to go to all these expenses. The staff members have had to be weirdly subservient to a stranger. Right. And the this, one thing they get is money. <laughs> this is the part you want. And then it's taking forever, but it's illegal if I leave. <laughs> like, I, like I can't leave. It's a crime. And but do you, you feel like you feel ready to bolt? I mean, if I'm enjoying the company, I don't mind a slow check drop. Well, but they don't see, know that you are. Like, Yeah. And, and the see. answer is usually no. I mean, the answer is no. I'm ready to bolt. <laughs> and also, I, I go out to eat alone all the time. And I'm just ready to go. I'm just, I'm done. Let's go. Let's get this going. And it's, to me, it's like that with taxes. It's like, uh, I, I'm into it. Yeah. Just send me a bill. Just send me a simple bill. I can pay it with, yeah. you know, 
You well, in America, me. there is good reason why that's not the case. You're you're worried that it's because of aggressive lobbying efforts by the people behind TurboTax and some of those other companies that have right basically fought fought the ability of the government to just send because they like you say they know they like they know how much you're meant to be paying they could just tell you for the most part they've got all the information from various payments that have been declared you could just make a few corrections and send it in but totally because those companies make hundreds of millions from selling these products and services that you they they have aggressively lobbied to stop that from being allowed yeah but that's their i don't know why the government allows that because that's their check drop like taxes it's like all year i've been a fucking bummer like fix this pothole damn it this fucking guy like oh he wants my international interests yeah oh what he wants national safety okay what he wants a fireman now really he wants a fireman fucking fine and then this is the part where they're like anything for dessert no here you go and they get to do that to me once a year and it's a nightmare we're like i have to it's like if you had to make your own receipt at the restaurant <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like. I also at? love how we're <laughs> pretending the U.S. actually provides its citizens with anything. I, I know. I, I, I'm saying. In, <laughs> I'm saying in theory. I realize that all of my money is going towards a, a stealth Weaponry? bomber yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I know that. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. But it's like, look, I paid for that missile. Just at least make the bill easy. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I paid for these cluster bombs. <laughs> Send me a bill. <laughs> Why do I have to work this out? You know, I got. Yeah, I have to figure the... out. I have to figure out if these stamps were a business expense. But fuck you, you got your missile. <laughs> Just yeah. send me it, the thing. <laughs> it's also not just a restaurant receipt that you have to get right, that you have to work out yourself. But if you get it wrong, you go to prison. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's amazing. Right. And and there's no menu. It's with no menu. You don't even have a thing to look at. So yeah, much of like, taxes are. Yeah. How, how much how much should a slice of chocolate cake have been worth? Like, what do we think <laughs> it should have been? Right. Yeah. How, it's how like, much how much of this uh, how much of this burger actually contributed to my hunger? It's the uh, Price is Right with jail. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> can we can we stay there for a moment? Like, how much do you think a slice of chocolate cake should be worth? I'm gonna say for my enjoyment, for the trouble of what it is to get chocolate. Yeah. And just the sheer beauty of it, one mm-hmm. piece of chocolate cake, easily five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Um <laughs> I was gonna say three, but okay, yeah, five hundred. Okay. Yeah. We're at, we're in the we're in the we're in the hundreds at least. I'm I'm of the No, firm... I was gonna say three dollars. No. Oh, three dollars. Okay. All right. I'm sort of one of slice? the firm like everything is seven bucks. Everything oh, just should everything. be seven bucks. Yeah. Just everything. Okay. Like uh an omelet whatever like everything is seven bucks and then and then you're just adding flash or cutting corners you know what i mean i mean i love that idea i like you're serving it to me on a fancy square plate and charging twenty dollars for it or you're cutting corners and charging me five bucks but it's seven dollars everything seven everything is seven dollars you know and that's i put that on my taxes and i'm gonna go to prison soon (laughs) (laughs) like look seven bucks right come on (laughs) come on guys we all know this um deanne but before we get into stories we always like to ask our guests what if anything is your background in science and that has ranged from classes you liked or hated as a kid to blowing stuff up in the woods with your friends to whatever 
Oh, wow. Okay, I, I didn't know this question was coming. So what is my background in science? It is not strong. I will say that. Um, I think I have a natural love for science and not a natural mind for it. So um, mm. I just believe what people tell me. Do you know what I mean? I mean, scientists. I do try to <laughs> sure. vet my sources. I do try to read the right articles. <laughs> the most self-aware. Like, if I had to... I what they call gullible, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I had to, like, right now, for myself, prove that the Earth is round, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, well, so I, just I don't go, know if yeah. I could quickly. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. I mean, I can look at the horizon. I can see that it bends a bit. Um, I don't know if so you yeah, can at the horizon, not a... actually. Well, you, can <laughs> see, you, can see, you can see ships disappearing below the, yes. below the horizon as they go out into the distance. Um necessary but not sufficient to prove the roundness but yeah but you can you can also put a couple of sticks vertically in the ground a distance apart and see how different the shadow is between the two at mm -hmm. the same yes time. but then also like just but then the knowledge about the shadow basically yeah. i'm more of a i'm more of a vibes and poetry kind of guy <laughs> but um <laughs> but i also like i love science i've never understood i've really never understood like the um well, it's, I could stop the sentence at the Christian right, but I mean, the, um, the uh, kind of false dichotomy or uh, rivalry between like science and spiritualism or science and awe at the natural wonder and beauty of the world. It's like, in my mind, these things go hand in hand. Like the more you know, the more fascinating and kind of mysterious everything is. Sure. Right. Yeah. Sure. Like cake prices. Cake prices. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just, you know, it's, I don't know. You're like, I, I, I'm honestly, I can't prove the shape of the planet. Cake should be $500. I'm like, okay. It should be $500. I mean, I uh, this is going to be a weird episode. It's going to be a weird episode. I, 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 yeah. but no, I get what you're saying. I agree with that. Like, it, I think a star at night looks beautiful and amazing. But if you also know that it is a ludicrous distance away and it's a massive, like the most immense ball of nuclear fusion uh, it's like that's i think that is more impressive and more wondrous yeah, it's even more amazing yeah um not a strong background but a love in my heart i will say that excellent excellent yeah it's uh yeah. it's strange that you'd have to have a simpler explanation to make things more wondrous as opposed to like more complex should be more impressive. I think that's something that annoys me so much just within science of like the science porn sort of tweets that are made up. Where Ooh, it's tell like, me more. What if I've fallen for some of these? Um, what's the... I mean, it, it mean happens like all the time where facts? it's some... Yeah, it, fun facts. Like a lot of fun facts are not... True. Are neither fun nor fact. You're right. Are neither fun nor fact. But it's also like kind of pointless because the truth is just as insane. You could just say that because it's a very low stakes. Um, trying to think of a good example. Uh, it was something like um, I don't know what was that thing recently. This isn't science, more a history thing. But it was how like like uh, Johnny Cash like stopped the Cuban Missile Crisis or something because <laughs> he was on an, you know but it's like no he just worked at an air base during like and that's fine you don't have to you don't have to like 
go all out and make stuff stupid. Right. Yeah. Like there's like Hedy Lamar invented cell phones. Like, wait, no, but she also did some cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So there's all sorts of weird stuff like that. Like it'll just be some fact about dolphins or something where it's like, well, dolphins are already like, it's incredible. It's incredible. You don't have to make up that they can pick up Wi-Fi. Like, I don't yes, know. They, they are sexually yeah. deviant. And isn't that enough? Isn't right. that enough? <laughs> yes. The dolphin rape cave enough to know about? That's <laughs> the dolphin what? Dolphin rape caves. What's that? It's a kind of a voices song. First of all, uh, second of all, you, you don't like you don't know about that. That could be urban no. legend, like just uh, underwater caves that they drag you down to to have their way with you. Oh my god! I know that they're all let about see if doing this what is, they want. I didn't let me see if this is totally apocryphal. Hold on. Um, <laughs> um, Google dolphin rape cave locations. Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not touching. My Google's not touching that. Um, we run a clean computer here. Well, okay, we got an Atlantic article uh, about can dolphins really commit rape? So not in the Pacific. <laughs> um, I don't, just because it's peace, peaceful, I don't get the joke there. It's an Atlantic article. Um, oh, okay. I thought because Pacific means peaceful. I'm like, I guess that's a joke. I was I just know. in my mind like international waters. What is the law out there? What is the sexual laws out there? Right. How much is cake out there? How <laughs> <laughs> much could it be? Uh, uh, a cake off the coast of Aruba? $700. Uh, <laughs> in the well, middle Atlantic- of the ocean easily like ten thousand dollars i had a i had a bit i could never get to work and uh i don't i'm don't worry i'm not gonna run it on anyone here because it doesn't work but it was it was about relative value about how like um i've a camera should cost more than a car and no one understood like i it, like no one ever got it yeah, I'm totally so, with you. Uh, yeah, well, I'm with that. you. On the, I'm yeah. with you on the cake thing. Like, I'm I'm with it, you know, because I I was looking at a camera to buy to to do. This isn't the bit. This is just the background. Like, I was I was I was wanted to like start doing film stuff, and I, you know, a really good camera would have cost more than my car because it was a crappy car, and you know, everyone's like, well, that's insane. That just makes complete sense to me. A camera should be like three times as much as a car, uh, like a good camera, based on what it like, you know, magic versus a couch that goes where you want. Yes. And it is capturing <laughs> the souls of the subjects you're shooting. Yeah. I mean, that, no, I know. I know. Something. I won't let myself be photographed. No way. No <laughs> yeah. way. What, what, what is the theory? What is the spiritualist theory on selfies then? Because it's you, you your own soul. It's you oh, capture wow. your own soul. Yeah, that's very interesting. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, is that like soul masturbation? Like what something. is something? Yeah, something's going on. Hmm. Can Worth you, looking into. Can you sit on your soul until it goes numb? And it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I feel like I feel really like one of the boys to have gotten that reference. I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hold on. Now you're now, no stranger to this concept. Yeah, yeah. But but is is the ghost? Uh, wait, oh, it's called the stranger. I thought it was called the ghost. Is it I think the stranger? It's the stranger. Yeah. But wouldn't that work uh, for anyone doing anything with hands? Yeah, yeah, it could. Yeah, but if you, you know. if, if it's something that you didn't want to have feel like it was your own hand but i don't know what else that would would fall into that category well i'm saying i'm saying across the masturbation spectrum yeah right 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 right. i'm saying i'm i don't know why it's male specific the stranger 
as yeah. a, uh, you know, urban legend trick that everyone tries once and it's horrible. I think you, you know, guys like, just talk about it more and or potentially historically. No, I'm just now I'm just making shit up. That's but fine. Maybe that's fine. have had less accoutrement. Like uh, it's a little maybe more nor. It's not. No, is it? I'm just talking this through. I'm like, is it more normalized? I mean, women have like vibrators and other things that. Yeah, that's kind definitely. Of, yeah, no one. But you guys would also that. have like I guess all the stuff you have is just kind of gross. No one, like no one, no one's like you go boy when they hear about the fleshlight you bought. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, exactly. Yeah. Well, because I I feel like the 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 penis as an organ as a sexual organ is not only extremely easy to emulate but very easy to make better uh, w- with machinery. Like add some spinning beads on there. It's all sorts of stuff where it's like it's so simple and stupid as an organ. It's yeah. like we can not only make this, but make it so much better than any penis could ever be. And the the vagina as a sex organ has yet to be replicated. At, it's like we have a flashlight you can fuck. Yeah. OK, but wait, if you could improve upon it. How how would you what could you think of? Would like a wildly different temperature be fun? I truly have no idea. I'm uh, temperature variations could be fun. Um, definitely Wi-Fi some sort of hotspots. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Some sort of uh, Bluetooth situation. It blasts a song when you're. I, I mean, yeah. I don't. Ah, okay, yeah. So it's more positive of a game. affirmations. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah I mean, more I don't. Of a game definitely gamify I, it. I don't know. That's always the secret to tech. Yeah, I don't know. I just mean we haven't even hit that original bar yet. The inventors of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't even hit the basic while while the penis was like it, literal stone age they found stuff where they're like yeah this is a it's this this does the same thing <laughs> as good as that yeah. yeah and we're still trying to you know yeah you have to venture pretty far to like replicate or try to approve upon a vagina you're like okay warm apple pie you know it's it's this is this is this is a very good point yeah right, right. yeah i don't know um, but it's perhaps the same as that it, it's been studied less, probably by, uh, you know, male-driven science or egocentric science or what. It's probably hasn't been studied as much just as, like, how can we replicate this? And just, you think it would be. You think that would be well, no, of course, the number one of course. You think it would be the number one. That would have been my, you know. I mean, it would have been difficult. Uh, I wish there were, there was as much history of like fleshlight sort of things as there are <laughs> like dildos you know because because you'll see like like the history of dildos and it's like some ancient egyptian thing and then yeah. like a ne- neanderthal like petrified cucumber and all sorts right. of stuff but, but I also would, then that that comes down to a material science issue as well really doesn't it because science, yeah. i know but i'm trying to replicate to see... a penis you generally want something like harder is generally better than softer whereas if you're trying to replicate a vagina you want the opposite and i th- i would say in his within history it has been easier to make hard things than soft things. That's a very general statement, but I think it roughly holds. I think that that could be true. Cur- that could be a thing that gets your name if it if it really catches on in the in the, in the public. The Kirshen principle that yeah. over history has been yeah. over <laughs> history. I'm, I'm the, serious. The, the further like, back in history true. you go, the harder things are. <laughs> yes. History is hard. Yeah, history gets is hard. softer over time. Yep, it's a very that's a very good graph. I mean, also the soft stuff would have disintegrated and such. 
Oh yeah. my gosh. I, I History just, is hard points. as a catchphrase, as a motto, is it, as something that needs to be on merch. Guys. Or oh, is it yeah. or is it just as like simple they, as like the, you know, hard the, as easy, the, soft as hard? Beds used to be made of like wood and a bit of wool. Uh, yeah. So they didn't have memory foam. They didn't have Yeah. I could re- I could reduce the Kirshen principle to six words, if I may. I think it's yeah. hard as easy, soft as hard. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. I, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, urologist also has that on, uh, on the billboard (laughs) out front. I, uh, no, I just mean, I would love to see like a weird, just in a museum. Like I, I just wish as many of those sex toys were attempted because I want to see weird steampunk You know what they were? I'm realizing now they were goats for much, much of history. (laughs) Right, right. They were just animals and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Where did we land on this dolphin? Uh, oh yeah, it's a hoax. Cave. Like I can't find the source of it, but like the late caves are a hoax. Just, just doing the robot out of this subject. <laughs> just br- no, it brought us back to just how it all moon, started. Moonwalking away <laughs> yeah. from the, my steampunk fleshlight riff. <laughs> like there's a reason we got here. I, you know, it's also it's the ADHD needs to tie everything. I back. know. Yeah, I know. We yeah. Can, no, you can rest assured, dolphin rape caves are not real. But I also like was kind of getting flummoxed by the fact that I couldn't even find the the origin of this of this meme if you will but um you well, know I did find out talk- guys though oh, yeah. okay. what are you, you going to say what have you found out before I move us on well some things that are hard are actually hard like the oh. hardest thing in your body what teeth it's hard to regrow teeth or at least that has been the case what? Until now, maybe this is on? a story Justin Broad sent us. Curtis well, is- sounds like it'll be. Uh, I, I always assume this is probably two decades away, three decades away. <laughs> oh, contraire! Go to sciencealert.com. This is shark territory. Uh, I know, right? A drug for regrowing teeth could be available within the next decade. So teeth don't grow back once they become adults. Obviously, any wear and tear is permanent. As those of us with fillings know, which is why it's important to keep them as clean and healthy as we can. However, this is something scientists are now looking to change. It's been announced that clinical trials for a potential tooth regrowth formula or treatment are set to begin in July 2024, <laughs> Excuse me. building on decades of research in the field. If those trials are successful, therapeutic drugs could be available by 2030. A team from the Medical Research Institute at Kitano Hospital in Japan is in charge of the trial, which is targeting people with anodontia, a rare genetic condition that prevents baby teeth and adult teeth from growing in the normal way. The treatment would initially target young children with the condition, but further down the line, the researchers think it could be used more broadly with people who have more common dental problems, such as gum disease, for example. The idea of growing new teeth is every dentist's dream, Katsu Takahashi, head of the dentistry and oral surgery department at Kitano Hospital, told the the Mayaniki publication. That's really disappointing to find out that dentists dream about teeth. Yeah, you would hope. It's sort of a busman's holiday situation. (laughs) Yeah. The you guys idea are on break. of growing new teeth is every dentist's dream. Huh. Yeah, it just it makes them sound so dissatisfied with their actual lives, which is <laughs> yeah dealing with teeth, just regular teeth. It's also and they very dream, they dream of this other world. It's very Philip K. Dick, you know, like the d- d- dentist's dream of growing teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Blade Runner 2. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do, according to Katsu Takahashi. <laughs> right. So the way this could work is uh, courtesy of an antibody that was discovered that um, could safely block some of the activity of um, this gene called USAG1 that limits tooth growth in mice. So if you can block the expression of that, 
um, which they did in ferrets and mice. Right, because don't don't some animals have teeth? They don't stop growing. Like, uh, yeah, maybe they they don't have this. They have to file them down, right? USAG. Maybe they lack USAG one. Because wait, the antibody is to block. Oh, you meant like the teeth, the individual teeth keep growing rather than like they keep growing more teeth. Or do they keep growing more teeth? I don't know. Yeah. I think the individual teeth, like uh, like rats, yeah, beavers, beavers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, is yeah does does is a beaver tooth just constantly whittled down, or do, will it like eventually like fall out and a new one will come behind it? Or I don't know. If we got any beavologists out there, uh, let us know. <laughs> just, just because of our earlier just conversation, some 80s dude with a with a tank top, that says female <laughs> yeah, body federal, inspector, right, beaver federal beavologist. Inspector, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is like not appropriate, and I just need you to know now the phrase vin- vagina dentata is deeply Oof. rolling around in my brain because of fever teeth. And fuck you all. <laughs> yep, can you get more than one is set? That, I don't know. Was that a science porn thing, or is that a real thing? It's like a it's like a, a crypto biology thing, right? Or like a mythology sort of thing. Oh yeah, is it? Or like okay. a Freudian thing, like that's what I know that tumors can grow for. teeth and hair, like any or not teeth, but but anything with keratin, fingernails, hair. Um, but yeah, I don't. Well, I, there's a horror movie about this. Have you guys seen it called Teeth? Teeth. What? It's just called Teeth. I've seen Teeth. Tell me. What about vaginal dentata? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, it's, I'm it's gonna got a lot of it. severed. Uh, Movie penises, a lot, a lot of severed penises for an R-rated movie. If I can relate, relatedly, uh, give a little update about something that is re- very related to this story. I was mentioning on our last episode how it very much annoys me that animals, uh, our pets, dogs and cats, namely, have dental chews, and we still have to brush our teeth because, right. like, dental chews, like, just give us something to chew. You know, just give me a little thing sure. I can chew every day. Yes. Don't have to brush your teeth anymore. That'd be great. And I found out through some very kind scientific emails that um, that's that's what the phrase an apple a day keeps the doctor away is about teeth. And mm. I thought it was about like nutrition, but it has nothing to do with that. People, people it used to be well known that like chewing an apple and drinking some water would clean the shit out of your teeth. Even uh, in spite I, of the I sugars? thought it was about throwing apples at doctors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pelting, pelting them. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's a tooth decay thing. So that was uh, interesting. A little update for Guys, you. The movie Teeth uh, was distributed by the Weinsteins. Hey. Hmm. I mean, so were lots of great movies, right? Pulp Fiction. I know, I know. It just seems fitting. That's all. I was like, this this movie sounds insane. And then it was like, The Weinstein Company. I'm like, for sure. Mm. That's, yeah, I just listened to Matt Damon on on Smartless. And like, you know, those guys owe their career (laughs) to The Weinsteins with Goodwill Hunting and stuff. Oh, Goodwill Hunting, yeah, was one of the first. Yeah, yeah. Have they started, like, when you stream stuff, have they taken off the. Like if you were to stream Goodwill Hunting, have they taken off the little header? I don't think so. I don't. That's not how history has ever worked. I don't think has it. I mean, you can retcon a header to a. Movie. Yeah, but like when you play an R. Kelly song on Spotify, it doesn't like have his name blurred out or something, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> just, fair, fair. just imagine that if every problematic artist in history just were the art exists, but their name were just blurred, or we could no just, longer see a picture of them. Right. The artist formerly known as right, right, right. Yeah. 
Okay, there's a little more to talk about with this tooth yes, stuff. If you guys yes. are as excited as I am, I want some new teeth. Why not? Sure. Um, I love it. So yeah, like I said, this antibody would, would uh, block the activity of that gene in mice and ferrets with no side effects, which induced tooth growth. So the next step is to see if that same chemical reaction can be controlled in humans. And they're talking about potential rather than reality at the moment. But it might be possible to use the new drug to prompt the growth of a third generation of teeth in the mouth after baby nice. and full-size adult. Um, the benefit of the approach is that teeth, teeth growth is being triggered in a natural way through a process known as bone morphogenetic protein signaling. Our bodies are naturally doing the work without any complicated engineering of stem cells required. The team also suggests that advancements in scanning technology, such as mass spectrometry, for example, will make it easier to spot biomarkers indicating the people who will benefit most from the treatment. Anti-USAG1 antibody treatment in mice is effective for tooth regeneration and can be a breakthrough in treating tooth anomalies in humans, write the researchers. This would be, like, if you just knew you had, I guess it wouldn't be as cool if you knew it's only three, because then you're still going to, like, take advantage of the first two sets too much. But if you knew you could have a new set every five years or something. Yeah. It would just be like, just I'm like never kind of brushing. Like, I'm just like molting, like sort of yeah. a, what would the second set? I would imagine let, let's assume for a minute that this happened naturally. The first set of teeth is presumably. So you don't really, it's, it's more for the mother than the baby. Right. Is that why? Or is it just that there isn't any space in your mouth yet and you couldn't have those f- full-ass adult teeth come in on like a Yeah, I think, that, I think that's it. I, I think it's... Mm, yeah, yeah, that's probably it. I just know that, I mean, it would also just be a nightmare to get milk. It'd be like, everyone would be like, no, I'm not. We're only bottle feeding. Fuck that. Well, I think even when you get the baby teeth in, that's about when you usually want to stop breastfeeding for that reason. I don't know the numbers on these things. You know, I was 17 when I stopped, so I don't know. The, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I just what would what would they be for? Like, I would I would at least want an upgrade is my point in a third generation. Like baby teeth to adult teeth is an upgrade. I would want a third, like at least fangs or something cool. Sure. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. They need to be sharper. Mm hmm. Because like my, my only okay. worry is I still bite the inside of my mouth or my and my tongue on the regular, and I don't know if I need yeah better tools. And if they're in any way different, then people are just going to be like coveting the first generation adult teeth as a sign of youth. You know, if that's what the Kardashians we don't do, would be we like, don't do that with baby teeth. Though to... we don't like I got to get back to my baby teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: we disrespect and devalue elders so much in Western society. Yeah, I think it would rocket them to a new level of respect if they had like sharper, more intense teeth than everybody else. Badass. And it's like, okay, maybe other parts of their body are failing. The hands are getting weak. It's a little difficult to open jars. They'll just rip through that shit with their new teeth. Wow. That's yeah. a good point. Just- Comes it's in like, as a like grill. Like Jaws in James Bond. Yeah. You just like bite through prison bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Give give Grandma her meat. <laughs> yeah. And you might be corner. inspired. Yeah. Treat treat Grandma with like a little more goddamn respect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fill up her dish. Let's... <laughs> and then back the fuck away. <laughs> back away. <laughs> Keep your fingers clear. <laughs> Give a feed her with a chainmail gauntlet. <laughs> Am I making this up? Do you guys remember a board game called Don't Wake Daddy? <laughs> oh my god, no! But it sounds vaguely familiar. It sounds kind of familiar. I remember. I, I never I played it, but I think I, I. I feel like it. Does it? In my head, it exists in the same kind of world as Buckaroo and those other sort of 
Did you have that one where it's just... No. Right, but the games where you basically try taking it in turns to pile something on top of a spring-loaded toy. Yeah. And then at some point it, it knocks out, it, it goes off and knocks everything off and the last person to do it loses. I think Pizza Party was a little bit in this camp, like trying to balance a bunch yeah. of pizzas or something. Right? I mean, I, I, I would put it in the same category as Jenga. It's all sort of yeah. games oh, where you have to games where you have to do a thing and then the last person who does something before it all falls apart is the loser it's still available don't wake daddy is still available is by parker brothers uh tomi in europe and yeah the commercial was 1992 that makes sense am i perverted or could i just have called it dad it just seems it, like yeah, a lot. It's extra no, I know, I know. It's a wake, lot. Yeah. Do wake Zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. It's, um, yeah, if you land on the um, bussy square, you, uh, <laughs> when you wake Zaddy. By the um, way, could I just play the ad for Pizza Party from 1986 to see if I remember yes. this song? Yeah. I think the chorus is, party, pizza party. Let's see if this is correct. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Come on, you better load. I was even the right key. Yes. Jam, I'm into it. That was a game. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'll put a link to the ad here. And and was that like the first rap song? I think that was the world's first. Uh, No, I think uh, uh, Fruity Pebbles. What gave it away? Um, Was it my name is Barney? I'm here to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, look, there's another weird human story that has been sent in. Uh, It was it was sent in by Justin Broad, but beating Justin Broad to it was listener Greedy Dave, who said, I'm, I'm sure the Stone Cold legend Justin B has already sent you this. He hadn't. You beat, you beat Justin by a whole... Hang on, let's look at the timestamps on this one. Uh, hour and 14 minutes. I'm just surprised so, he knew about Justin Broad's face tattoo. That's crazy. <laughs> Stone Cold legend. Um, but he, he, he also... Uh, tips us that this story in The Guardian has been written up to make it sound like an excerpt from a 19th century Mary Shelley novel. So, and this is about a pig kidney human transplant co- story. Uh, okay. So, okay. yeah, medical medical breakthrough marks the longest the longest a pig kidney has functioned in a human, setting the stage for operations in living patients. A pig's kidney transplanted by surgeons into a brain-dead man has continued to function normally for more than a month, a critical step towards an operation the New York team hoped to eventually try in living patients. So I didn't even know you could do that. Like, uh, But the latest experiment... I, I think it's on... also rude to call that guy brain dead. You know, like he just wanted a, kidney, <laughs> a pig kidney. Ins- <laughs> yes. Insult the man. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> But I think I, I, I've still I've been promising this for years on the show, but I need to work out how to donate my body to science. And I'm I'm bang up for it. if I end up in a situation where I'm brain dead, put all the animal organs in me that you can and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. it's weird stuff. <laughs> see, yeah. see what it does. Yeah, I want to have a hawk eyes. <laughs> Just <laughs> I want to have a tail. <laughs> see, see how well a tail can survive. 
Um, but the, the latest experiment uh, announced uh, on Wednesday by New York University Langon Health marks the longest a pig kidney has functioned in a person, albeit a deceased one, and it is not over. Researchers will track the kidney's performance for a second month. Uh, is this organ really going to work like a human organ? So far, it's looking like it, says Dr. Robert Montgomery, who's director of uh, the Institute. It looks even better than a human kidney. Okay. Uh, he said, as he, as he replaced a deceased man's own kidneys with a single kidney from a genetically modified pig and watched it immediately start producing urine. Better than so, a human kidney. Yeah. I mean, that seems um, unnecessary to say. Yeah, it seems like it's, I don't know what, it's a dig at human, I don't even know who it's a dig at, it just feels like uh, superfluous. Uh, yeah, and also, well, like, where is it producing this urine? I hope they had like a tray underneath or something, a bowl to catch I it. Immediately <laughs> producing urine. Yeah, it's just spraying piss all over the room. <laughs> it like... tastes even better than a human kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists around the country are <laughs> racing to learn how to use animal organs to save human lives, and bodies donated for research offer a remarkable rehearsal. More than 100,000 patients are on the nation's transplant list, and thousands die each year waiting. The possibility that pig kidneys may one day help ease dire shortage of transplantable organs persuaded the family of the 57-year-old uh, Maurice Mo Miller from upstate New York to donate his body for the experiment. His sister said, I struggle with it. Uh, but he liked helping others, and I think this is what my brother would want, so I offered my brother to them. He's going to be in the medical books, and he will live on forever, she added. I this is one of the better like, uses for... In, yeah. a, in a few weeks, she finds, like, a shoebox that has his will in it, and it's like, whatever happens, no pig organs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want not a drop of urine being produced from my body after I die. Oh, shit! Mm. Um... So, attempts at animal-to-human transplants have failed for decades as people's immune systems attack the foreign tissue. Now researchers are using pigs genetically modified so their organs much be uh, better match human bodies. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly. Do they have, like, human features and feel, like, love and pain? Uh, I, I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and that's all I could think about throughout this whole article. Have you guys seen it yet? I have no. not seen it yet. No. Oh, I've well, seen none of the movies that are out at the moment. But, um... Last year was, uh... Special permission from regulators, University of Maryland surgeons transplanted a gene-edited pig heart as a last-ditch attempt to save a dying man. He survived only two months before the organ failed for reasons that are not fully understood, but that offer lessons for future attempts. Now the FDA is considering whether to allow some small but rigorous studies of pig hearts or kidney transplants in volunteer patients. The Wait, what is... I would... In, in volunteer, like, living? I presume so, yeah. I mean, like, not, not brain-dead... Small but rigorous. I, I, would I, I caught that too. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly? as opposed to what? As opposed to the usual sort of lackadaisical, yeah. like, yeah. large and sloppy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What kind of study are you guys doing here? Oh, it's a large and sloppy. Okay, just just checking. Yeah. Big messy science. That's what yeah. we do. Wow. Uh, so. The NYU experiment was one of a string of developments aimed at speeding the start of such clinical trials. Also on Wednesday, the University of Alabama reported another important success. A pair of pig kidneys worked normally inside another donated body for seven days. Mm -hmm. So, that, so the kidneys provide a wide, uh, perform a wide range of jobs in the body beyond making urine. Uh, and in the journal uh, JAMA Surgery, the UAB transplant surgeon, Dr. Jamie Locke, reported 
lab test documenting the gene-modified pig organ's performance. She said that the week-long experiment demonstrated that they could provide life-sustaining kidney function. These experiments are critical to answering more remaining questions in a setting where we're not putting someone's life in jeopardy, uh, said Montgomery, uh, the NYU kidney transplant surgeon who also received his own heart transplant and is acutely aware of the need for a new source of organs. Whoa! Heart transplant surgeon who has someone else's heart in them? Hmm. Um, so, yeah, they it took careful timing, apparently. Earlier that morning, uh, doctors Adam Griesmer and Jeffrey Stern flew, flew hundreds of miles to a facility where the Virginia-based Rivivicor Inc. Uh, houses genetically modified pigs and retrieved kidneys lacking a gene that would trigger immediate destruction by the human immune system. And as they raced back to NYU, Montgomery was removing both kidneys from the donated body so there would be no doubt if the soon-to-arrive pig version was working. The once one pigney, pig kidney was transplanted, the other stored for comparison when the experiment ends. And did they put that guy's kidney in the pig? Yeah, yeah, that's what they did, and now they, they could, and now they, now they're telepathically linked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I, I just put a link to this ties in with something we talked about last week, which spurred a friend of mine who listens into emailing me that there were a few different Radiolab episodes about AlphaGal that. Remember that tick-borne allergy we talked about in the show uh, we do called Probably Science, <laughs> where the tick bite could induce an allergy in certain meats? I do remember that. That was last, that was, uh, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Not? So I just dropped a link here, and I'll put it in the show notes, um, to one of the Radiolab episodes about that, in which they also reference this same kidney pig to human thing, because, of course, if you had that same allergy, that surgery would be a problem for you. So all this stuff uh, does connect. So I haven't actually listened to these two radio labs, but I think it would be interesting to dig into because it was news to me as of last week, and this has been known for a while, but not often talked about. So to bring Deanne to bring up to speed, there's a tick that if it bites you, now you're allergic to meat. And, That's and Keith Duddy, by the way. Yeah. Uh, What's that? Listen to Keith Duddy said this was discovered in Australia years ago. Uh, Australia always ahead of the curve as Keith points out, in uh, the creatures that fuck you up world. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've just been sitting here a little bit stunned and not to bring the entire podcast down, but some part of me is finding it adorable that humans are still working on, like, making humans better when it's like, guys, I, we'll, be le- we'll be lucky if we're all here in 50 years, honestly. <laughs> we we kind of don't need better teeth right now, but we do need breathable air if anybody wants to get on that. Right, right. This is true. Yeah, fresh this water. This is true. But where's I mean, the, the profits in nice. breathable air? Guys, speaking of that, <laughs> I, I didn't want to lead off with this, but like this weekend is going to be fucked up <laughs> for those um, of us on the West Coast. For me in particular, in Joshua yeah, Tree, tell California. Me more. So, yeah, tell me about Joshua Tree. I know there's like a hurricane about to yeah, hit. There's a hurricane that's going to hit, and the peak rainfall is going to happen in the Mojave Desert where I live. We're going to get four inches in one day, which is more than we get all year. We're going to get that oh, on yeah. Sunday. That's not and good. I'm expecting I will have no power and no access to the outside. There's only one paved road from my house and it has all these dips that fill up when there's rain. So I'm just going to be stuck in my house for a couple of days, I think. Probably without power, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's going to fuck things up throughout the Baja Peninsula. And actually, I think it's starting to move west and the, the middle could kind of be centered over Los Angeles. But right. for some reason, we and the Coachella Valley and like Big Bear Arrowhead are going to get a ton. I looked up the last time something like this happened was the 70s. 
and they got like 15 inches of rain in a day up at um, Mount San Gorgonia, which I can see out my back window here. It's like the area of, of like Big Bear and Arrowhead. And that all flooded down into the Inland Empire, San Bernardino area, and like destroyed towns. And a bunch of people died in the Coachella Valley, or all over people died in Southern California when this happened in the 70s. So like this weekend, mm. I mean, who knows? It's, it's still two days away, but it's looking like pretty, pretty bad. Pretty you gnarly. patched your roof and stuff like that? Like how? As soon as we stop yeah, recording, like I'm going to go, th- there's, well, I just have one gutter that leaks. So I'm going to go fix that this afternoon and then just hunker down and buy a lot of non-perishables and only well, not whatever at worst it's like yeah, the kind buy, of thing leave fridge closed for a day but and also buy food that doesn't need electricity or gas to, to eat yeah i mean it's it's, I, it's not gonna be that hard to do the food part it's like at most i'm expecting a day of no power but um right don't they expect it'll be a it'll be a tropical storm by the time it even landfalls yeah but like, if we get four inches here we're just gonna it's gonna just fuck it'll be a rain up. issue right but the More rain than, will also knock out power and right limit access to roads and uh there'll be floods all over here so i don't know wish me luck uh we're recording on sunday so hopefully i have power we'll see (laughs) yeah yeah wow and dn where do you live again right now oh i'm in new york oh okay well you're good (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) every once in a while the air doesn't feel breathable but that's almost everywhere now you guys had that that canada fire yeah how long did that last that was like it was it, it was a day or two that it was quite severe um but then that kind of it lingered for a minute and i had to remind myself when i was like walking around i'm like oh, i feel like really irritable and i'm like Oof. oh yeah probably not getting <laughs> the regular oxygen that a person should be getting right now but you guys are well acquainted with that on the west coast yeah, yeah. And, well now there's there- another canada fire like the yellow knife you know, there's all evacuated. <gasps> you were right. Fuck, I have that? a friend in Yellowknife that, yeah, I forgot. There's so many horrors constantly. That it's I like, know, I'm like, I know. oh, yeah, we're... a friend posted about that, but I kind of forgot because there's so many other horrors. Um, yeah, what's was happening there a in Yellowknife? Was there little bit of you that was proud that the little Canada had caused that much problems to big New York? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like, Canada's on the map. It's a real country, you guys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yellow knife i'm looking this up i've never heard of this now they're, now they're yet to make yellow it knife is make like and really control northern. their own fire but oh. yes yeah, so they, far north yeah it's really up there oh that's a giant lake oh with a name that's not fun yeah oh yeah i can't say that um wow i just never realized how big jesus the size of these these like are the size of Great Lakes almost a few of these lakes up in the north, Northwest Territories. Uh, yeah, Did everyone yeah. else already know that, and I didn't. Like yeah. Great, Great Bear Lake looks like it's probably on par with like uh, maybe an Erie, or no, it's like uh, it's like one of the. There's some big lakes in Canada, as what Andy's discovering that he hadn't heard of before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a. Um it's i mean i this is very sort of like long term whatever but i think that um when speaking of the wilder you know people in 50 years and such but like canada has so much fresh water that i worry about its uh safety when that becomes yes. the the <laughs> the resource yes. that everyone on earth <laughs> I needs i have felt exactly the same because i 
fled the United States of America when George W. Bush stole the state of Florida. Um, I was a little bit ahead of the curve where everything was going. And I was like, Canada, Canada's safe. Yeah. And then I got there. I'm like, no, 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 no. The U.S. military, the minute the U.S. decides they need anything from Canada, it, it's over. It's over for Canada. Sure. Oh, I, I mean, mean I, I suppose we have that- alliances in place now where that would be very... I think all these things are like, if that is the thing that we get to before a bunch of other things go wrong, yes, but I don't think it's going to go in that order. Also, I mean, call me a tech utopian or optimist or something, but like, I think desalination is something that we can reasonably tackle at a reasonable cost in the next couple decades. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I love this. Yes. Give me your tech optimism. I I don't have a great thing to point to for this, except that it's not, it's not, it's already not incredibly expensive. It's just more expensive than other ways of getting drinkable water right now, but I don't see a reason why that can't come down. So I don't think that drinkable water is going to be in the developed world, at least. Like it's obviously always about the difficulty of getting water from one place to another more than it is the actual total world supply of fresh water. So isn't the bigger issue, not just like, uh, you know, drinkable water, having a, having a lovely glass of water to stay alive, but, uh, the massive amount of it needed for our food supply will have to change. I mean, that's why we've been talking about like, you know, we talk a lot on here about the inevitability of like eating bugs. It's because so little water is required as opposed to like 10 gallons per almond. Right, right. I you mean, know. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I, but basically, what I think is like after the last year or two, we should stop thinking that any of the things are knowable after the last five years. Like oh, things exactly. are going to go bad, but not in the way we expect them to go bad. So I'm not going to like get my panties in a bunch over one specific way things can go bad, go bad because we're going to get blindsided by a completely unexpected one. I mean, so. I, I don't think that... Uh, I'm, first of all, I'm glad you're finally out about the panties. I've been wanting <laughs> yeah, to tell people yeah. about that for <laughs> years. Um, but I, I think that, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be the modern America that we are picturing invading Canada. Uh, it would be a broken post-apocalyptic, um, you know, weird bands. I, yeah, I think by the time the water wars happen, it won't exactly look like what we're thinking. But. It'll be fought yeah, by I our mean, robot proxies you, crunching on skulls right, as they walk right, over there. Right, yeah. right. By that time, I fully prepare on having super sharp teeth. There so you go. I'm protected. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Third set of teeth, baby. <laughs> yeah, what comes first? The third set of teeth or like uh, unlivable summer temperatures that lead us up to Canada? To I think there'll be coevolution. I think I think yes. you'll sort of see... I, I mean, it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing, but I think one's driving... Yeah, I think they're driving each other. Have you guys... Have you ventured into the world of bugs? Like, are you are you preparing yourself for this future? Um, I think it's a, it, that's inevitable. Are you preparing I'm, your palate? I'm trying to... It? I haven't, but I'm trying to just enjoy, like, it is very apparent to me how many things we regularly do now are going to be insane in 30, 40 years. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm just trying to, not like a hedonism way, but I'm just trying to enjoy little things like that. Like, um, I I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be weird. We'll, We'll probably not be, like, we're probably going to be going porta potty style instead of like flushing toilets, or at least using oh, fresh wild. water. For it. it is wild the you amount know. of water we use in toilets. Right, it's really one of those things. Like I drinkable like, yeah. water. So eventually, yeah. we'll tell like, grandkids about it, and they'll be like, "So you knew how precious it was?" We're like, "Yeah," and we just piss so, and shit. So you in needed it constantly. like 
Yeah, and you needed like two full gallons of water to piss in. Like it needs to be fresh water that you piss in. <laughs> yeah. And they'll like, be like, yeah, quali- so you, drinkable everybody... quality water that you you yeah. just piss in and then you flush it away so that someone else can piss in it ten minutes later. Yeah. Oh, and we take our extra water and just display it in big fountains, like and then people throw money in there. <laughs> uh, that's what we used to do. We had so much extra money that we would throw it in our fresh water. Fuck you. And chocolate cake used to be less than five hundred dollars. Chocolate cake is five hundred dollars. It used to or be only one $7. pint of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what isn't isn't currently five hundred dollars. The excellent new comedy album from Deanne Smith. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for your book. I will Did, tell you, you I will tell you about its price though. Its price, when I found out, is insultingly low to literally <laughs> everyone involved in the transaction. To me, to the engineers, to the audience, and to you the person buying it. It's it's merely five dollars. So everything it should be seven. Like everything should be seven. It yep, should, be seven. should be at least seven. Um T- tell us about the album before we, we should wrap up the main episode and then we'll do an extra story bonus story for the patreon patrons but um tell, tell us about the album and where you recorded oh, it and what it is so and, and the um, name well listen the album is fun it's called chewini in a tank top and i'm gonna be very transparent with you guys i recorded it in december 2021 we are talking right now in july 2023 so it's not for me personally, where I am in my life right now, it's not the most exciting thing that's, that's ever happened. It's like material I forgot about a while ago. <laughs> um, but it's good stuff. And the the title, Chewini in a Tank Top, is based on a riff about my gender. I got a, you know, I'm always talking about it. And I think it just came up once when I was like, listen, I'm a they, them. You can call me whatever. Any sense of any combination of words that makes sense to you makes sense to me. Failed woman, fine. Weird man, all right. <laughs> Chewini in a tank top, I admire your creativity. So sure. we get into it. Um, there's a cute story about the time I met John Hamm. Uh, it's, I would say it's worth a listen. I would also say, if you're deeply into comedy, you can also listen to how it was not a great night. It was not a great night at that club in Portland. The audience was, I gotta be honest with you, so-so. Oh, um, is this it? But the joke, the joke signed, uh, the joke still shine. The, the, it was my friend's uh, club, Curious Comedy Theater, and it was good. Is, is it your was friend Stacy like, Halal? Because she's a good friend yes. of mine as well. Yes. Really? I took improv classes for years there. That's the best oh, theater. Oh, that's yeah. so great. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. theater The theater is the best. Um, we just recorded on like one night, and it was fine. I'll tell you, it was fine. I like that though. Sometimes I like I like um, I like comedy albums that have a certain rawness and realness to them. They're like there was one of the Hedberg ones where you can sort of oh yeah, strategic clearly, yes. yeah. You know what? I was you could clearly hear him fighting the audience through yeah. it yes, and, and it, yes. leaving every flub and every error in. Yes, I am not fighting the audience, um, but there is like a very fun riff at the end. And I was thinking specifically of Hedberg and stuff like that. I think. You know, the tendency now is for everything to be like so polished and so kind of unreal in a way. And it was it was liberating to my ego and everything to just go. This was a night at a club and it was good. And here it is. That's great. But, You're right. Yeah. That, that Henry album is one of my all time favorites. And like there's so many moments where he's like, yeah, as the joke goes down, Chuck picks it up. And then the bass player starts playing to like recover him <laughs> from his <laughs> jokes not working. Yeah. Um, uh. But but definitely we'll put links to that. Uh, definitely check it out because Deanne's one of my favorites. Uh, super funny. And uh, where else can they find you on the social media things? 
yeah, listen, I should be. I'm pretty bad at self-promo, so good luck to you all. <laughs> there's no there's no TikTok. It, my name is Deanne Smith. Uh, the website is g- grossly uh, under... What's the word I'm looking for? It's not up to date in any way. Um, but but I guess I will soon be in uh, Toronto, Portland, Seattle, doing a little fun thing in London. Um, so good good luck to you. Google some cool. We have listeners in things. all of those places. So if yeah. you're in any of those locations, go and see Deanne Tell Jokes. Um, you can find us, as always, probablyscience.com is the website. Um, we are on Twitter at probablyscience, individually at Jesse Case, at Andy T. Wood, and at Matt Kirshen probably science at gmail.com is the email address for any questions comments clarifications and stories you'd like us to cover so uh send all that stuff in let us know and uh also probably science.com is where the patreon and paypal links are for anyone who wants to support the show financially and also sign up to get the extra bonus story which we will be recording after this but deanne thank you so much for joining us you are so welcome thank you for inviting me also how much are you raking in monthly i mean i i i I'm getting all the money. I'm currently recording this uh, sat underneath a gold tiara, um, but everyone else is. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Yeah, that's why I'm always wearing tiaras and burning them. That's why I'm throwing tiaras into my piss water constantly. <laughs> piss water. <laughs> um, we, will, hey, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.